0: A Cook Islands health advocate has made it her mission to identify students who are dyslexic in order to bridge the gap between parents, schools and the education system. Dyslexia is not an obvious disability and very few people, especially in the Cook Islands, know of it and how it affects a person. In response, Jean-Marie Francis founded the Cook Islands Dyslexia Society in 2021 and has lived experience raising a daughter with dyslexia. The society receives funding from the Australian High Commission and UNESCO for the one-to-one tutoring programme, which is changing lives across the Cook Islands. She's also leading assessments in mauke, atiu, mangaia and mitiaro to empower teachers and parents on how to spot and best serve students. Results from the survey are expected by the end of the year. Alicia Foon spoke to Jean-Marie Francis. So I
1: can speak from a parent's point of view. It's really important that parents empower their children, give them confidence and self and build their self-esteem. Because they don't get that. And so they're mocked most of the way through their school, um, their schooling, their education, their peers mock them, their family and you know, and in the community. They're considered dumb and stupid and they're absolutely not. So it's really important that we educate people on that. My job as a parent of a dyslexic child and a dyslexic granddaughter is to ensure that any parent that's going through what I went through initially um, becomes empowered and emboldened to, to start defending their child and supporting them in what they want to do. So I don't really care about the, the schoolwork as far as I'm concerned. They're more practical you know, and they've got phenomenal memories. Well, they can't read and write, mostly, so so what's the point? Um, and I also educate um, teachers, and it's really important, because they say, well, what can we do? You know, you can assess, our, our, you can assess my student, but what am I going to do now? And I say, well, for starters, don't make them read. You know, that's an easy one. Don't make them read. Get their friend or their peer to sit there when they're doing schoolwork and get them to read for them, get them to read to them. You know, so don't embarrass them in front of the class. You can verbally test a child, and if they if they want to attempt to have the book, you know, make sure that they just don't get teased. They've got phenomenal memories, and they're great kids. Yeah. And for parents that want to spot signs, what would you tell them? Oh, they're very easy. So initially, you're, you're looking at the fact that they don't want to read. The status they won't like to read. They make uh, they make lots of excuses. They won't write they come home with some homework, maybe, and, and you know, and you don't actually know. So, those are very obvious signs that they, that they don't like to pick up a pen, but they may have trouble actually holding a pen. Um, when they're talking, they um, they can't wrap their mouths around certain words, the obvious ones. When they start writing, their letters are backwards, um, and if they do start reading, they're going to read their B's as D's or P's and Q's. Uh, for some dyslexics from, on the real broad spectrum the when they're reading words or letters they can actually fall off or they spiral or they dance on the page and that, that's, a, that's, that's quite a broad one but in general most dyslexic children mix their letters up and when they're reading or when they're trying to write like clock it would be spelled C-L-O-C-H or said would be S-E-D that sort of thing and then if they're reading um, dog you know, if it's supposed to be dog, they may, they may read it as God, you know, they've just mixed them up a little bit, um, and another common one is that they'll put words where there aren't any words in the sentence.